0: it's just
1: it's just white noise what's up everybody welcome to all out war i'm turner and i am in the studio with jessica jessica what's going on how you doing good how are you pretty good pretty good you know i came in to set up the recording studio and uh i saw an old friend of mine and so he came in and decided to join us in the studio rosie what's up my man hey what's up (laughs) He's back.
2: <laughs> um, I missed
0: you. Oh, thank you. Is
1: this, a, is this a back for once or back for good?
0: I think it's a back for once, at least right now. For
1: right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll take whatever you'll give us, my friend. <laughs> you know how that is. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I was thinking of something. I'm not going to say it. Hey, what do you know, man? Oh,
3: shoot. Uh, <laughs> let
2: me think
0: of Caught something. Caught you off guard. Yeah. Uh, here's one. Uh, Charles Dickens okay. was such a great lover of cats <laughs> that one of his beloved cats, Bob, passed away. Dickens was so upset that his sister-in-law fashioned one of Bob's paws into a letter opener. <laughs> and Dickens kept it at his side as he wrote, and he used it every morning to open his mail.
3: <laughs> that's just that's weird. That's dedication. someone who loves cats, has dedication. I know,
1: yeah. <laughs> Take the paw. I wonder, wonder if he used the claw of the paw to as the blade for the opening of the letter. It could work. Those are pretty sharp since I, I, get, I, I,
0: I, I can speak from a cat owner as well. Yeah, they scratched the crap out of me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the rumors are true. Sharp sharp claws on a cat.
0: Yeah, Yep, that's very true. You want to hear? Yeah, I got another one. All I'll right. throw in another All one. Right, I'll throw in another one. Bring it. Okay, so there's a place in Norway called Longyearbyen is the name of the place long year buy-in L-O-N-G-Y-E-A-R-B-Y-E-N. l-o-n-g y-e-a-r b-y-e-n long year i don't know how to <laughs> buy <in>. Byen. <laughs> bin but it's a uh, here this is why it kind of goes with it it's the world's northernmost settlement with a population greater than a thousand okay they have a ban on cats <laughs> oh. they have a monthly alcohol purchase limit Oh. And they have a requirement to carry a rifle where, when outdoors for protection from polar bears. <laughs> oh, my
2: goodness.
1: <laughs> okay. All of this makes perfect sense. I would like to live there. Let me tell you why. Well, they have a ban on cats, so that's not cool because you oh, like that's cats. right. Yeah, yeah. But I would I say this. Yeah, I would say this. I'm indifferent. I've had cats in my life, but I prefer dogs. Here's the thing. If you're going to be in the northernmost territory, definitely you need a rifle. Yeah. Because you can't have cats, you need to have alcohol limit because mm. you're just going to drink yourself to death if you love cats. Yeah. That's Does that true. make sense? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Hey, we got a great episode. So, what I want everyone to do is sit back, grab a coffee and enjoy You're listening to the All Out War podcast. Yes, you are with Rosie back one hey. night. One night only. <laughs> catch me while you can. Catch, catch, catch me outside. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have a great episode. We are going to be discussing vibrational frequencies. I have been noticing, and I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but more and more, um, I'm noticing on social media and different places that um, there is an increase in, in a lack of discernment from believers, but also an increase in New Age uh, type of beliefs and New Age practices that have been repackaged in different ways. And undiscerning Christians seem to fall prey to them. And so I'm seeing more and more, like for instance on social media, I'm seeing more and more um, people that are uh, – per- they'll – have a post talking about vibration frequencies and you give me bad vibes, man, your, your vibrations are real low and, and you, you, you know, you give me bad vibes. And, and I even hear people saying like, um, when they meet someone, they're like, I'm, I'm picking up great vibrations, you know, from you and, and things like that. Like I hear that all the time about me cause I'm such a mm. magnetic <laughs> personality. Um, but because of that, I wanted to bring on our, our good friend, John Brisson, John, and welcome to the podcast once again. I've lost count how many times you've been on with us. It's, I don't know, eight, ten?
3: Long-time listener, first-time caller, you guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and I want to give you a shout-out, John. If you guys, uh, like, this is, uh, what is this, July of 2023? mid yes. Middle of July-ish, somewhere in there. John has just recently been on a couple pretty big podcasts himself. He's been talking about um, everything with this whole Sound of Freedom and uh the background of that in the human trafficking stuff which is his wonderful wheelhouse and uh he was just recently on sam tripley and he was also on with isaac Weishop. what's the name of his podcast again it's conspiracy uh, uh
3: pop culture
1: unpopular
0: oh, I'm beliefs so, or something I'm so, like that <laughs> i'm so
3: bad with names it's like um pop culture
0: i think it was just called like it, conspiracy theories and popular culture or something like that yeah it was,
3: it's I'm so bad. I, I should know because I'm actually subscribed to his it, podcast. Occult oh, Symbolism and Pop Culture. There we there go. There you go. So
1: he was on Sam Tripoli and Occult Symbolism and Pop Culture. Two massive podcasts. Massive, massive podcasts. Lots of big audiences. And I want to just applaud you, John. When you were talking with Sam, uh, by the way, he retweeted my tweet of you, uh, which was like kind of cool. But. Uh, he, You gave the gospel very, very clearly, and um, I was really, like, I was taking a walk, and I was listening to you on there with him, and the whole time I'm, like, fist pumping as I'm walking. Yeah. I'm like, go, go, yes, yes, give it, give it, and uh, I was just so stoked for you to be able to have that opportunity and how faithful you were to share the good news with him, who definitely needs it, and he was open, you know, so that was really cool.
3: Oh, glory to God, brother. <laughs>
1: See, I knew you wouldn't take the compliment. <laughs>
3: no, I couldn't even take compliments before I was born again. It makes, always makes me feel weird. So yeah. uh, now it's good to give the glory all to God. Amen. And actually, you know, uh, mean it. Yeah. So, well,
1: he'll give you uh, he'll give you the just reward uh, when you see him. That's the good news. Yes, very much so. So uh, let's talk about vibrations and frequencies. And um, why don't you just start off by just giving us like kind of a, a basic understanding of what. What you know about them, and um, and let's talk about why we should, as believers, uh, have a concern for them, and why they why they are
3: important for us to know about. All right. So first off, can I talk about like a scientific basis? Absolutely. Okay. So you know, as you know, Paul warned young pastor Timothy in First Timothy six. Um, you know, there is no thing as science so falsely called, or knowledge so falsely called, um, and it's not that vibrations from a scientific standpoint or energy fields from a scientific standpoint don't exist. Like all of us, our heart's beating right now. Our brains are firing neurons. We emit electromagnetic field around us. Um, you know, the, clo- our outlets in our house, uh, you know, um, uh, elect electromagnetic field from them. Our phones, you um, uh, broadcast and receive a non-native EMF, uh, signal as to as well. So it's not that these frequencies don't exist. Like when I'm teaching science, uh, physical science, um, uh, to, uh, teenagers, I teach at a, a Christian school that I attend church at, um, you know, we discuss, um, you know, electromagnetic frequencies and electromagnetism. It's not that it doesn't exist. It does. Yeah.
1: Um,
3: but the issue is, is you can take it out of the realm of, Science um, and you can give it a new age uh, bent to it, which would be kind of a form of like pseudoscience, right, or science so falsely called, Um, you know, and and do these uh, non-native electromagnetic fields, do they affect our health to some degree or our well-being? Uh, Yeah, I I believe that they do uh, to differing degrees depending on the person, right? Some people are more sensitive to Wi-Fi routers or cell phones uh, than other people are. Uh, but again, there's a scientific basis for that and the effects that it has on our cells and our mitochondria, which are the power power plants of our cells, what produce energy and oxidative stress exposure to the non-native EMF signals may cause. Because natural EMF is too as well, um, you know, uh, that's generated like the Schumann resonance uh, between uh, the ionosphere and lightning strikes all around the world or uh, lightning in of itself causing uh, EMF. Um, so it does exist obviously in nature uh, that God has created, but when you take it a step further and you start getting into science so falsely called or suicides or woo-woo type magic <laughs> and you start um, go, you know, going farther than what exists within God's created world – um is when it starts becoming a problem. Uh, you know, when I was a former new ager, you would say that uh people have like an aura, you know, like their like their soul or their spirit emits some sort of um field around them that makes them up, right? And so some people you'd have uh, uh, witches that practice uh the sin of divination and they would say that they would be able to read people's R's, right? They'd be able to read mm-hmm. uh, their um, the, the frequencies that they're giving off or the energy that they're give, giving off that matches um, their quote-unquote soul. They might see different colors, and those colors might be able to tell if a person is quote-unquote good or bad or not and um that's when you start getting into um you know magic that's when you start getting into uh what is forbidden uh by god within the holy bible um and then from there it can kind of branch off to different forms of witchcraft um whether it's um using um which i used to recommend this back when i was a new age health practitioner right you can use uh certain binaural beats where you put on headphones mm. and they play music at certain tones certain beats uh and uh it would activate your chakras or it would activate oh, yeah. your parasympathetic nervous system or your vagus nerve um and in doing so it could help you sleep or uh reduce anxiety or um heal your body uh, uh using these uh, certain modalities um and my issue with them now uh, and there's very different types of, of vibration and frequency um pseudoscience or magic you know depending on how you're looking at it um you know uh there's be- there's different types and so that's one is using binaural beats right um and, and and so instead of the healing coming from uh you know God the father um you know whether it is through standard conventional medicine or or herbs or, you know, whatever, that's still, you know, um, you know, God healing a person. Yeah. And I do believe that prayer exists, obviously. And we go to our father, uh, and, and in prayer and we ask for healing and God can say, no, uh, this isn't a prosperity gospel here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so, well, no, okay.
3: Uh, you know, God can't answer your prayer. And sometimes the answer to that prayer is uh, No uh, because a good father sometimes will tell his children no. Right. So we have to realize right. that that can be an answer to our prayers. Uh, and so some people have to suffer with health issues, um, you know, and, and, um, you know, we, we all face the first death, but you know, as born again believers, we don't face the second death. Right. Uh, so we're promised eternal life. Um, and so, you know, Again, they'll try to say in the New Age circles – I'll talk about the Institute of Noetic Sciences maybe later – that prayer in and of itself, it's not God doing it. It's more intention and vibration that a person puts out through their prayer, uh, which heals somebody. You know, where our belief is it's God's doing all of the miraculous healing of a person, uh, you know. And so they kind of try to add a new age event of trying to co-opt what God is doing and assigning it to man. Yeah. Uh, and you see that a lot, even within sadly charismatic circles to some degree sometimes, um, you know. And so uh, I guess briefly, I guess I'm rambling. I'm trying not to ramble. <laughs>
1: Hopefully I'm well, I, got, sense. I got some uh, questions. So,
3: uh, But, you know, there, you know, it, it's. You can use technology too, as well, which I don't know if the technology. You can expose people to pulse electromagnetic fields in the hope that it stabilizes their cells and reduces oxidative stress. I don't know necessarily in of, of itself and that that's sinful because we use electro, uh, you know, pulse electromagnetic fields to transfer information through cell phone towers and through uh, Wi Fi routers. Mm-hmm. So I don't know in of, of itself that there's, you know, I the Holy Spirit hasn't convicted me on that yet, per se, uh, of using that as a way of maybe trying to improve one's health. It's like using light therapy, you know, whether you're using red light LED uh, therapy or you're using. Yeah. Um, you know, blue lights for depression. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't, there's nothing really, in my opinion, new age or woo woo with that. Uh, you know, um, but you can take it a step further. Like if using binaural beats, which is kind of linked to mind control in a way, uh, when you're using, um, intention magic or, uh, Reiki, which is kind of, you know, uh, spiritual based practices where you're, field you're transferring healing to another person uh using kind of like your spirit and you're taking and absorbing their trauma and releasing it without touching them you know again it's all i did it it's all you know (laughs) the the human you know i mean that's why uh witchcraft is akin to the sin of rebellion right And, and vice versa because it's a person um you know trying to attempt to supersede god's will by trying to bend his creation to get their way, you know? I mean, that's why it's forbidden. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not that these things don't exist. Um, it's just that it's forbidden by God because it's not us humbling ourselves as believers and why it is sinful, um, or non-believers not humbling, humbling themselves to God, not that they generally would, but, um, and just, you know, asking our father, you know, hey, you know, you know, with everything in prayer and supplication, you know, I need healing, you know, Please heal me, you know, and so instead it's like, well, I'm going to do it myself, you know, and so that ends up what it it becomes in a lot of ways and why, you know, it is both rebellions akin to the sin of witchcraft and the reason being because it's a person instead, you know, not going to God and saying that they can do it themselves, Uh, you know, and I mean as a new ager, I definitely did not used to see it that way. But now as a born again Christian, I 100% see it that way Hmm. Um, and I realized that I was massively mistaken
1: yeah, that's really good. I that, That's a pretty good overview, too. Um, one of the things that um, I kind of liken this to is the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and a lot of people, you know, the Bible is pretty explicit about the power of words. There is power in words. I mean, God's words alone created the universe and everything that we know, you know, just by speaking it into existence at creation. And um, we're told, even for salvation, it's like by your tongue, if you confess Jesus Christ is the Lord, you'll be saved, right? You know, yeah. and God raised him from the dead. So there's power in our words for sure. And, um, and so, I, and I appreciate what you said about the natural side of this um, because there is, and this is always the way it works, right? They take the Satan, the enemy will take what is already there and twist it and use it for his to somehow copy or mimic or mock God. And mm-hmm. I, and when you talk about healing, that actually was the first thing that popped in my mind was that he's, you know, when James tells us lay hands on people when you're sick mm-hmm. and ask the elders to pray for them and that they mm-hmm. might be healed. And when you talk about Reiki, you don't touch them, but you hold your hand out just like somebody that would be praying for someone to lay hands on them and to try and mock or mimic what God, only God can really do. And um, it's kind of interesting so Rosie and I were talking earlier and I found this guy I'm sure you've heard of him. he's, he's a Japanese dude and he this is like a really interesting. He's Dr. Maruso Umoto is his name and he did all apparently did these um, experiments where he took water and he would speak over the water while it was freezing and whatever he would speak over it if for instance, if he would speak joy or love or peace over it, it would make these really beautiful crystallized um snowflake looking when it froze, but if he spoke any type of like disorder names and like w- words that were would we would consider bad or negative, it would be just a mess as it froze. Have you ever heard of this guy That's Yes just
2: sort of like um, people talking to plants like in good and bad ways like they they
3: grow better if you talk better than them. Kind of. <laughs> Christopher Bird and Cleve Baxter, the secret life of plants is where that came from.
1: But there's actually mm-hmm. been experiments about that though, where th- th- this is crazy. I heard about this one where a guy had plants and he hooked up a, um he hooked up a, some kind of meter on it.
0: I think it was an EEG or EKG.
1: EKG. Yeah. And if the guy was going to come water the plants, it would like, go through the roof like the plant got super excited that water it could tell that the guy was going to get water and bring water to it even though it doesn't have eyes to see somehow it knew that it was going to get watered and um, and they measured it on all these things and they kind of did similar experiments that this Japanese dude did but there's a lot of I, I found a whole website that's saying that this Japanese guy Emoto is a fraud so I don't know
3: I mean, how can that stuff be replicated? And I mean, again, it came from Christopher Bird uh, as far as this uh, uh, secret life of plants. Uh, and Cleve Baxter, um which Cleve Baxter was very much within the United States Military industrial complex and the CIA. Um, and it was um, kind of from there that they were doing uh, experiments with uh, talking to plants and getting them to grow, right? Um, and again, like I'm not saying that witchcraft and magic doesn't exist. Um, but the problem with is is <sighs> I don't know whether or not if you talk to water or not, depending on your quote unquote intention, if it yes. changes <laughs> its formation. Okay, like, or if you talk to plants and you're nice to them, they grow better. Okay, <laughs> but you know, again, like,
1: <sighs> but don't wouldn't like wouldn't someone who's in the new age say that? You know, because especially some a Christian who's confused in the New Age, wouldn't they say, okay, well, but God spoke to the waters and separated them. God spoke to the plants and they grew. But it's God
3: that did it. It's God that did it. Right. That's, that's the difference. Right.
1: No, I'm with you. And but Jesus
3: did it, and God did it. It's God, but
1: it's Jesus. But someone who's confused in the New Age would say, well, God's in me. Oh, very so much So if yeah. I speak that, then is isn't that just taking my place as you know in the universe as as I should, you know, because that's what I've been given.
3: I used to believe that, and there's new agers that still believe that. You know, they, they will go, they'll say, um, uh, the, the the seer stones, the breastplate Um and Thurman, right? They're like, well You know, that's divination, so why Is it sinful? And I'm like, well They were using those specifically to Talk with God directly And they were following God's answer Hopefully afterwards yeah. You know, so that's different than You doing it um, yeah. You know, and, and So, if you know, again, if it comes from God Like, you know, again, I don't believe the gifts have ceased Right? So I do believe that there are maybe one or two actual prophets somewhere on the earth right now, (laughs) uh, you know, but most of the time all they're doing 90% of their time is just telling people to live godly lives. Right. Mm. Uh, you know, and, and, uh, you know, preaching the gospel, uh, you know, but that being said though, however, um, there are a lot of false prophets that go out right now. Um, That, you know, that, that, that it's, it's very sad, uh, you know, and, and so they also believe to kind of like name and claim it right where they speak it, they're able to, um, you know, claim territory over it, or they're able to get whatever their little heart desires and the Bible, um, you know, preaches directly against that. Right. You know, and so, again, it's not that I don't like there's some Christians that completely deny the supernatural and act like it doesn't exist. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and they're strictly in a carnal standpoint when Paul directly said we're at war with powers and principalities. Right. And so, um, you know, demons exist. They still uh, demonically possessed uh, believers uh, They demonize or oppress believers when they're in sin. Uh, God allows that to happen as a way of kind of chastising them. Uh, and then, you know, God also tests this, again. I'm not charismatic, so I'm not saying everything's the devil. OK, God also <laughs> chastises as well. Uh, those whom, you know, those uh, whom um, he has given the spirit of adoption as a good father to try to correct them and, and grow them and sanctify them, right. uh, you know, so that they become uh, more pleasing to him, uh, you know. And so it's, 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 it's very complicated. And the new agers want to kind of frame it uh, in one way, kind of like good versus evil, like black magic versus white magic. When it's all evil, there are no light workers. You know, it's, <laughs> it's all magic. It's all rebellion against God, and it's all evil.
0: Yeah, if I uh, I totally agree, and a lot of that is it's very interesting because I think Augustine was one of the first prominent Christians that uh, I always hear this from my. Uh, Catholic friends when I'm debating about demons until they actually come around and believe me is uh, Augustine was like the first one I think I can't remember if he wrote it in Confessions or City of God where he talks directly about witchcraft and it's like uh, we don't have to worry about witchcraft because it doesn't exist because like the only power comes from God or and then which is really weird and he you know obviously Augustine influenced so many yeah eschatology He became and,
3: Calvinism and fatal determinism but go ahead yeah. Exactly exactly is the author of sin as some du- some double predestination Calvinists believe but go ahead <laughs>
2: right. He yeah. messed some things up <laughs> Yes yeah. he did Yeah <laughs>
0: to say the least Um but it's the it, it's it's uh Yeah so it, it, my my whole standpoint whenever it comes against uh something like witchcraft that Christians uh may dismiss as Oh, we don't have to worry about these yeah I'm trying to think of do you remember when the witches all got together and like prayed or I'm I'm sorry they did not pray they did magic oh, against Trump for being election. inaugurated or yeah. whatever yeah I remember that. something yeah. bad was gonna happen and all these I remember seeing all these Christians were like, oh that's so stupid ho, ho 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 nothing's gonna happen and it's like no you should we should be worried that like this is crazy spiritual warfare. Regardless of, you know, I'm not making a statement on that. Just the fact that, like, it is being so dismissed is an issue because uh, to Mm -hmm. get kind of where I'm getting at is that the Bible wouldn't warn against something. Like, it wouldn't say, hey, don't do that. And it wouldn't have examples of when someone disobeyed and did that and gets condemned by it immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm thinking, was it uh, David that went to go? Who who is the... Uh, oh, Saul. The, like,
1: the witch of Indra, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. And, uh, to, uh, to summon Samuel. Exactly. And he come, comes back and he's like, why are you, why are you asking for me? And he chastises him immediately. Uh, but the Bible wouldn't warn against things uh, that were impossible to do. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's how I see it. it, yeah. it you know, if God doesn't tell us, hey, you shouldn't go uh, fly like a bird into the sky. Because it's impossible for us to do it. So there's no warning against like you know, doing things it just is nonsensical. So there must be some kind of other power. And you know, getting into all that. But it uh I just wanted to uh just hop in here a little bit, maybe to kinda kick off some other stuff which is really interesting. I was looking into the where this vibrational stuff comes from. Because New Age is usually as far as kind of an easy way for me to understand it because most New Agers, I don't think, really understand all of what is called New Age. They but don't. Yeah, exactly. It's like I, I understand what I believe, and it's like a piecemeal of...
3: It's right, very to, subjective for every New Ager that exists. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: Yeah. So it's like mostly Hindu, Buddhism, some Taoism thrown in, and then you got like Gnostics, you know, Christianity kind of stuff and all the you know stuff from the Greeks and all all the it's just a mishmash. But I was trying to look up like where the the first kind of new age idea of vibrations and so if anyone's out there and is interested in this <laughs> I'm going to kind of uh, so it what I found the first kind of new age in the modern sense of how we understand it now it keeps referring to this book called the kybalion ky yeah by it was written by the three initiates (laughs) which was the full title is the kybalion a study of the hermetic philosophy Uh of ancient egypt and greece it was originally published in 1908 by quote three initiates it purports to convey the teachings of Hermes, yeah. Trismegistus, Meg, whatever Trismegistus Trismegistus
3: <laughs> twice born.
0: <laughs> Thank you, born, or Should I say not twice born? <laughs> I wasn't going to try to pronounce that. <laughs> um, turns out it was written by a New Age dude, mm-hmm. and uh, it, but he laid down in this book. So this hold on, did he take
1: the writings of those guys and put and like compile them together? Sort of, but not really. Okay, okay, sorry. Yeah, so, I didn't mean to no, interrupt. Right. No, yeah,
0: no. So it it, it's. Sh-
3: well, channeled, it was automatic writing, and it's all another discussion.
0: Oh, exactly. really? Exactly, okay. yeah. <laughs> like the Enneagram. Exactly. But when he, came, he, he wrote down these three, uh, sorry, seven hermetic principles. The first one is the principle of mentalism, which is the mind is all, the universe is mental. The second one is the principle of correspondence, which is as above, so below. And then the third one is the principle of vibration, which is nothing rests, everything moves, everything vibrates. Hmm. And... Hmm. So just to kind of, you know, sum up all this thing is it comes from this book that was purported to be, you know, these, it, he, he didn't even get the right, it, you know, he, it's, it was said it was written by three guys, it was one guy, he's not even like he's lying with that, you know, oh, like right. every part of this is BS. and um, Some would say it's fake and gay oh it's super fake and super gay <laughs> but uh I, it, the funniest part of this is that when i started looking into okay so this is kind of the first thing that they point to with vibrations um in a new age sense because there's i guess some more interesting stuff we can talk to later but uh all these people that were writing against this book calling it bs you know labeling hey this other weird guy clearly wrote it is out of the Hermetic principles that Hermes actually quote unquote wrote in these, you know, fragments or whatever, vibrations wasn't even one of the things he wrote about. So this guy added it, and oh. it's actually from this uh British guy <laughs> named David Hartley, who is this philosopher. And so it's uh and he's like a psychologist or whatever that made up. He was a Unitarian. Oh, there you go. So it's just funny that uh, like any kind of basis, and I'll, I'll shut up after this, but any kind of basis for this new-age woo-woo BS about vibrations as being all this, it's literally come from some guy that made it up who stole some stuff, and it has nothing to do, it's not some ancient principle as far as the way that is being purported right now. So, I don't know if that brings up anything for you guys or you can talk about.
1: That was good. Jessica, you got anything you want to add? <laughs> <laughs> that
2: was a lot. <laughs> but That's like, I, just from what I gather from people is that they don't agree on it. Like, they, they don't know what they're talking about. Like, they all get their new age from all these different sources, and they all kind of have their own mini mm-hmm. religion. Um, uh, but going back with the... The healing stuff, though, the, um, when I started calling out New Age, because I was really into New Age as a Christian <laughs> for a while there, and um, when I started calling it out and realized the life of what it was, like, I was listening to Oprah, y'all, talk about her, her healer guy who would literally heal someone across the world that was, <laughs> like, you were supposed to take some sort of, like, drugs or something and go to, to a deep sleep and it's like surgical stuff you get you get up and you're like you're you're healed in the morning because he spent the whole night meditating over you a world away like it was i'm like that's the kind of stuff i'm like was i was deep into like think like wow research all of this and like trying to figure out what was real and um one of the biggest things that I had struggled with back then, but now I see a lot of other people struggling too, is this, if it's, if, it's if, if it healed you, then why is it bad? Right. Like, that's their main thing. Like if it heals, cause it is real. Like there's, there's, there's people on, tossed from one, one huge side to the other. Like a lot of people say, oh yeah, you know, witchcraft and all of this oppression and demonic possession is not real. And you go all the way to their side, be like, yeah, it is real. So like how are we supposed to refuse it, you know? Like I I affirmed ten thousand dollars and <laughs> and it came. And so you're telling me not to do that? You know?
3: Right. So Well the Bible tells you not to do it. Exactly. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> so I have actually
2: like, real <laughs>
1: I actually found a Christian who was writing about this and she was affirming I'm assuming it's a woman, but uh they were affirming Oh, it was a very feminine-looking website, so that's why I'm assuming it was a woman. You're Not
2: supposed to assume, Turner. <laughs> I'm sorry, sexist
3: Turner.
1: It's ma'am.
2: <laughs> it's uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> So this is this is interesting. Um, it says, "What exactly is vibration?" Basically, it is. It she, she explains for a second here. It's, it's one's level of positive energy and emotional state. It is. It is said that when you have high level of vibration, you are more likely to attract positive situations and people into your life. The highest vibrations are feelings of love joy peace and gratitude i felt the need to discern this message and confirm that it is a direction i should be moving in so i prayed for god's guidance the great thing is is that when you ask god for answers he's always willing to provide them after a very short time i received an affirmative answer with one of my favorite bible verses it's one of the shortest yet powerful messages in the entire bible the verse is 1 Thessalonians 5, oh, 6, no. 16 and 17, and it says, Be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for your life. There are many skeptical—I'm <laughs> going to go on and read just a little bit more. There are many skeptical Christians in the world when it comes to the law of attraction and some of some of its concepts. I mention it to some, and I am accused of falling for New Age heresy, living in a name-it-and-claim-it-and-prosperity name gospel— being a Christian myself, I still have some of this left inside of me. It's okay to question things. that's how we learn truth. so <laughs> they actually misapplied a a Bible verse about uh from First Thessalonians to wow. confirm
3: mm-hmm. I I mean, I don't know the state of the salvation of this person. I'm quite concerned, though, (laughs) uh, based off of what you told me. uh, You know, maybe they're very carnal-minded Christian. Uh, Maybe they're not born again at all. Uh, But, um, uh, yeah, I mean – First of all, the law of attraction from a scientific law standpoint doesn't make any sense because it means for a law, it has to happen all the time. Right. It has to be replicated millions upon millions upon millions of times for you get the same result, right? Uh, And you don't because I used to try the law of attraction and attraction when I was a new ager, and it didn't work very well for me. I guess I wasn't doing it hard enough. Okay. (laughs) And so, you know.
1: You had weak, people, you had weak new age faith, bro
3: I guess, I, I, yes. so and again, that was something I was going to mention too, is is you know a lot of people within uh, the charismatic circles will say, "Well, God didn't answer your prayers because you didn't have enough faith, right? Maybe God just said no <laughs> exactly. yeah the father real. can say no, straight up. Now we might not necessarily like it but he can so i mean you know and of course you know you know everything that happens as far as is you know god's ability to take what we consider to be bad or horrific circumstances, he can, he can obviously turn them and use for his perfect will. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can't, I don't know why, you know, my son, you know, died before the age of three. Uh, but you know, I trust God and ultimately, you know, that, that, um, hope, you know, that he used Abel's life uh, you know, and, in death, uh, you know, uh, for his purpose, uh, you know, and for God's glory. So, I mean, I, you know, I, I can't answer, I can't answer specifically why horrific things happen to people, rapes, murders, and molestations, uh, you know, or death of loved ones per se. I, I who am I just think that I can speak, uh, you know, exactly what God's will is every time, you know, I mean, even Job got, you know, pushed aside by God and God said, where were you when I created everything, Job? Uh, you know, uh, but nonetheless, you know, you do see that and sadly in a lot of, um, you know, uh, Christian circles, they'll, they'll take Jesus saying, you know, ye of little faith and be like, well, your faith just wasn't great enough Mm -hmm. uh, for this miracle to happen. And I find that I guess it's a little aside here because we're talking about new age modalities, but that's kind of bad acting from the other side, right? As Christians, we should never, you know, truly say such a thing. Uh, you know, now if someone is, 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 is blatantly in sin and they're reaping what they sow, then, yeah, you know, I think maybe we could say, hey, it's probably because you did this sinful action is the reason why these things are occurring, you know. Um, but, you know, again, not everything, reason why someone is tested or going through trials and tribulations, not everything is because they're in sin. Not everything is because they're being demonized yeah, or oppressed. Yeah. No. Um, and so, you know, we got to have a balanced look at all at all this, um, which many, I guess, because we're discussing New Agers, uh, many of them don't. Uh, you know, many New Agers, of course, they don't have the Holy Spirit. They don't have the wisdom that the Holy Spirit gives people. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of them have, you know, uh, subjective beliefs or subjective world systems. And as Christians, since we do have free will so much, and I'm not saying all of us, even on this call or anybody listening, not a single person has it completely figured out. Okay. Yeah we probably have something wrong with our theology somewhere or something wrong with our eschatology somewhere uh, you know uh, but that being <laughs> said me. though not my no, eschatology no no, 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 no. Nope,
0: nope.
3: Uh, <laughs> but that being said though however um you know it, it, it's tough because a lot of people come to us as born again Christians and ask us you know and I used to thought this when I was a new ager. Why take the narrow, difficult road that requires self sacrifice
2: mm-hmm.
3: when you can go get these things yourself? Yeah. And I mean, again, the the Bible's pretty clear. If you're not being chastised by the Father, if you're not going through trials and tribulations, if you're not growing, um, you know, he, God's not going to do those things as a father to those who are not adopted sons and daughters. You know, the, the world, the unbelieving world, um, and there's different degrees of wickedness within the unbelieving world. Uh, you know, there's people who are completely wicked or close as close to it as you can possibly get. Mm-hmm. And there's some that aren't as much, but they still don't glorify God, with their good works because they're not born again. Um, but, um, you know, it, it, they, they, um, a lot of them, you know, like you see the rich people, like the very rich people, and you're like, look at all that they have. You know, Well, they're getting their rewards now. Yeah. But unless they repent and come to God and they have faith and believe and become, you know, regenerated from that faith, um, they're going to spend an eternity in hell. Mm-hmm. So what's worth having a short-term pleasure here Then, you know, I'd I rather, you know— Suffer and, and Die in servitude to Jesus Christ Then obviously to, to Spend an eternity in hell But Amen. most people don't even believe in hell You know they don't even believe in the devil they don't believe in God You know and so they don't have that fear Because you know through uh, being born again Of the Holy Spirit we're given fear and was You know fear, fear of God too as well too right So it's just It's just sad because people like you said I guess In closing Why not be healed now And it's like, okay, well, that's just a short period of time. There have been many Christians who have suffered and died of Mm -hmm. horrific diseases, but they're going to spend eternity eventually on the new heaven and new earth with God the Father and Jesus Christ for all eternity. Yeah. So what's this is only but this is only but a dust in the wind. Mm -hmm. It's a short life, you know. And the only thing heard, that matters is, you know, is having a relationship with God, the Father, and Jesus Christ, and in, in, in salvation from that standpoint. So
2: I just heard the other day someone say, um, he's he's working on the person you're going to be in a thousand years. Yeah. So you can't see that far. Like, we can just see this little snippet, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's what I think in every trial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to be going through this. Okay, this is the person I'm going to be in a thousand years. Who's that going to be?
3: Yeah. Does and I'm not going to... I'm not going to say that I don't get frustrated sometimes, but it's yeah. less and less. It, it, it went from, okay, I'll say this, when I was a new ager and bad things happened to me, I'm a good person, God. Why is this happening to me? <laughs> you know, where I have that, don't have that mindset anymore at all. Yeah. I'm like, saved by your grace, was a horrible person, still a work in progress. Just, just what do I need to learn from this, God? Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: So I had um, a friend a few years back, like Christian, completely just go down like it was just like took so christ consciousness and then he was like trying Oof. to convince us of what it was like you know and you know like we're all god and um the whole con- yeah and then um and then he was talking about the vibrations of the earth and how it's getting better because we're all thinking thinking better things and the people that are going to stay here who are, who are thinking better and we're opting out of the negative and um, I read this uh, quote that a Christian posted <laughs> the other day that like made me think of what he was trying to explain to me that um, the universe doesn't understand bad or good it understands frequencies. so if we are vibrating in this frequency of love of gratitude of connection we attract more of that in our life and so he believes that's where the world is going uh, <laughs>
3: If I could. Well, so do the, so the post millennialists, by the way. Uh, <laughs>
2: exactly, it's the same thing. It's the same lie. But now he thinks he can talk to aliens because he's at that higher,
0: oh. higher level you know, of
2: enlightenment.
3: You know well, Sadly, I don't think he was ever born again. That's that's yeah. horrible.
0: But you know what's funny? What uh, yeah, it, it, what, I had a couple things. What you just said, Jessica, was really interesting because uh, that quote you read. It, it says like there's no the Earth doesn't judge based on if it's a good or a bad just the vibrations like mm-hmm. that in of itself is a judgment because <laughs> like if you have high vibrations then it's good if it's bad then yeah. it's you know it's just like our uh it's just, just weird like i think is it uh correct me if i'm wrong but it's hinduism that um has the law of karma which is you know if you do enough good works then you'll be able to read uh you know get out of the cycle of rebirth and then you go hinduism. to Buddhism, Mm. thank you, Um, and you know, out of uh, you go to Nirvana and all that thing, and uh, they they you bring that up to them and you say, you know, they'll believe that there's no God or all this stuff. It's just the law of karma, and it's like, okay, well, the who's making the judgment that. (laughs) <laughs> you get to go to the next one or you get right. sent down that's ultimately mm-hmm. a judge maker you know there's someone that's making the judgment call so it's just funny that like it's you know nothing new under the sun they're just finding some new way to right put some what
2: is what is the what is to represent who judges of the bad that you're opting out of
0: that, yeah exactly
2: well
3: you're that. the judge because there's some people that believe i used to believe this oh lord will i please Please forgive me. I know you have, but please, I've, I've repented of this. But um, I used to, the, there there's people that believe um, that, let's say that, oh, this is so bad. I don't even know where to start. All right. So, believe, so there's people that believe that, let's say that you're going to, that, that, um, uh, I don't even know how to say it. <laughs>
0: just, just get Just it say down. it, dog. Just Take a, a breath.
3: breath. Let, uh, let's say that. Uh, a person was tragically raped. Okay. Mm -hmm. So before you existed okay, as far in the physical realm, but in your in the spiritual realm, okay, you and your rapist discussed this, okay, and mm. you came to terms that you wanted to experience being raped, and the other person wanted to experience being the rapist, okay? And so that ends up, this is how narcissistic this belief system is. It goes with karma and everything else. It's so strictly narcissistic and demonic. But anyway, so there are people that, Truly believe that everything that's in your life that's planned in your life, no matter how bad it is, whether you know, let's say that you were killed by the BTK killer, any anything horrific you could possibly think of. You discuss previously with the person, with the soul that you, that, hap, you, know, you know, goes on during that act and whatever happens to you or whatever, you wanted to experience that in your life. It's something that they wanted to experience and so that they could gain a higher level and something you wanted to experience so you could gain a higher level of understanding. Okay. So hopefully that you would be able to reach some sort of, um, Nirvana like state or some sort of, um, uh, perfect afterlife or whatever. Okay. Uh, and the Mormons actually believe in pre souls yeah. too as well. Too. Yeah, but that's a whole stuff, Okay. Yeah. Um, But um, that is strictly demonic, narcissistic. Imagine telling somebody that has been through uh, – that has been raped, someone who has been molested, uh, someone who has had a family member murdered, um, or someone who has been abused. Um, that, oh, no, it's – look, this just something you decide that you lost your memory about it. But is this something you decided to go through? Uh, you know, before you were born, with the person who did this horrific thing to you. It's, so okay. it's like a,
1: like a cosmic agreement.
3: Yes. Um, yeah. they, I, I, oh boy. who how evil and demonic that is. Yeah, that's. Um, really, you know. Really um, and I would say this too, and this is probably going to offend some people, but I don't care. Uh, double predestination Calvinism and saying God. I was would just sin, say that. It's very similar to that. Yeah. It's so similar, like it's the it's same. Except now thing. it's not two people; it's the yeah. God of the universe. Yeah, to predestined you to go through these things, and predestined for the person to do these things to you. Okay, mm-hmm. that snuffs out hope as well, too.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, and I've seen that, like, um, in like a child's death, for example, like, um, like a Calvinist saying, like, "Oh, um, I'm sad that that happened." To my child, but if that's what needed to happen to get one of God's chosen to come to Him, then that's what needed to happen. Like, so He was already chosen, but you let your. But
3: child, how did they know? How do they know He's not a vessel of wrath?
2: Like it's just so twisted. It's just it doesn't make it's it's twisted.
3: No, I, I feel like it's I agree. It is. I mean, I I had people tell me now that I was a new ager. But I had people tell me, you know, um, that I, you know, I didn't pray hard enough because I would say I was a Gnostic Christian, right? And some people down south don't understand what that was. I mean, I was praying to Mary Magdalene. I was completely satanic. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, uh, but the thing is, is I had people tell me, you know, Calvinists tell me that, you know, maybe my son was a vessel of wrath, uh, you know. And again, to to tell a grieving parent, especially a grieving mother who carried the child. Oh, your son's in Hades awaiting judgment for hell because it's a vessel of wrath. Mm-hmm. Wow. Sometimes it makes me want to say that Calvinism is a whole nother different gospel. Yep. Okay. Um, I mean, that is, that is, if you're, if, if you're going to be consistent with the worldview of Calvinism, you yes. have to take it to its fullest form, which is double predestination Calvinism, which is poor, 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 Put for first by the theosophist A.W. Pink, uh, mm-hmm. who I believe was theosophist the whole entire time. I don't believe he ever became a born again Christian. Okay. And I don't care who that offends, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Okay. As former Gnostic – as a former and Gnostics believe in double predestination and fatal determinism, many of them yeah. do. Not all of them, but yeah. it was set within the Gnostic writings, and Christian Gnostics do believe mm-hmm. that. Okay, I mean, there, there, there were an argument with Augustine who argued with the Manichaean, I forgot who the Manichaean was. Yeah, Augustine was free will still at the time, free will Christian, <laughs> and the Manichaean was a fatal determinist. Okay, so that should really make you think something. All right, yeah. so I
2: mean, it, it's it's
3: to me, there's, so, not, there's not much difference. It's just even worse for the Calvinists because they're saying God. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and that's the that's the same thing that we were talking about with New Age. Is that people don't know the roots and where it comes from, just like they don't know the roots and where it comes from with Calvinism. Like they, I have not talked to somebody that knows the like the deep, deep roots of yeah. where it all comes. From. Like you don't know what you're subscribing to, y'all.
0: Yeah, totally agree. And uh, maybe to, I, ha- I had some interesting little tale to go if you guys will indulge me. To kind of get back with some uh, some crazy, quote-unquote, Christians. And uh, just, I, I really like this, and I think it kind of ties in. So just, just if you guys will uh, indulge me. Uh, so I found this uh, thing from com, And it says, what does the Bible say about vibrations? I bet everyone is wondering this question. What is God's vibration? <laughs> well, l- let me tell you.
1: 777 hurts okay.
0: yeah <laughs> so it, this is this is just it, I, I i'll just read these couple very short things
3: this sounds very capitalistic but go ahead i'm listening oh I'm you listening.
0: you know me too well john you know where i'm heading <laughs> but uh so it says what is god's vibration the bible refers to god's vibrations as the voice of the lord in john four twenty four, it says this god is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth so okay. what does that mean god is energy and all energy has vibrations every living thing has vibration that reflects its health and well-being if you're healthy your body will have a strong vibration if you're not healthy your body will have a weak vibration stop,
3: stop. it's the new age already oh yeah new age. stop but go ahead
0: yeah, oh. <laughs> oh it's gonna get worse this is a hundred percent new age The same thing goes for an environment or a building if it's filled with negative energy. It will also be filled with weak vibrations. Yes, very much so. That's it, man. So these are the vibrations we can feel when we tune into them with our spiritual senses. When we pay attention to these vibrations and tune into them with our spiritual ears, the ears God gave us, we can hear what God is saying about us or about our lives. And it says, Hmm. the Bible says that God's vibrations are higher than ours, meaning that they are more powerful than ours. The reason why this is so important is that when we walk in God's footsteps, our vibration will automatically increase because of it. Hmm. So that has no biblical basis. That is no. key. If anyone is ever talking to you about that kind of stuff, you see they took some verse out of context, threw it in there, and God is, God is everything. Yeah. Well, the, so they say, so he has to be energy because they don't understand what God is. You know, right. <laughs> they, they have some. Well,
3: we're made in God's image. We're not energy. We're physical. <laughs> <It's energy>. Exactly. <laughs> we're, we're physical beings with a spirit inside of us. It's so, I don't know. It's very. I'm sorry. It's something
0: silly. <laughs> no, it's so true. And I, I, it was an interesting thing that uh, I had thought about. I actually heard uh, a, a while ago on a sermon that I was not expecting to hear something good from. Uh and uh, this is a, this is from a New Age spiritual place, and I'm going to read real quick that they are not Christian; they don't claim to be Christian, but they're talking about some of the pitfalls that come with New Age spirituality, and it's they call it toxic positivity. <laughs> okay, so it says okay. the first problem in labeling the various activities or emotions as either high or low vibrational means that you're putting a value judgment placed on our various emotions with happiness being a high vibration and stress and sadness being a low vibration basically the whole problem here and the whole thing that uh john you had said something that kind of struck me that got me thinking to look this up is god really isn't concerned with our happiness he does not really like he cares more about our holiness and that's that's the thing that i stole from the sermon i heard is god doesn't care about our happiness he cares about our holiness and i'm paraphrasing that because it might have came off better with that but not to say (laughs) that he doesn't want to make us have us happy but that's like i don't understand it's a very i think western indulgent thing narcissistic where we have to be happy and if i'm unhappy not i'm not saying like i'm spiritually unfulfilled i'm not saying i'm you know in emotional distress i'm not saying any of these kind of things but this idea of being perpetually happy and trying to that that's the end all be all is never
3: grieve never have sorrow
0: exactly like that's where all this new age stuff always comes from because you know if you look at how to increase your vibrations or whatever like you said this is uh, i'm retreading this everyone kind of knows this is that it's something that i can do to make my circumstances better and they they poopoo oh you're just praying to a a a daddy figure in the sky to make everything better sky daddy all this stuff all this offensive blasphemous stuff to just downplay god and oh, oh what are your prayers doing for you oh you know you you know something, you're unhappy with your marriage. Well, you know you, you can increase your vibrations. Oh, that doesn't work. Well, you just leave them. Who cares? You know, like all this stuff. If you're not happy, hundred percent of the time, a that's being told that's
3: straight up Luciferianism. I'm exactly,
0: it means that, and it comes across. And I've heard it from Christians where they, if they think that they're unhappy, that means that they don't love God enough yeah. or yeah. this kind of thing. I've gone through, you know stuff uh you know i have stuff in my past too that i've went through and struggled with and i've been through periods of you know unhappiness but you know there's there's so much more to life than just being happy it's such a temporary thing and Mm -hmm. it's very western christianized comfort thing you know like Oh, this makes me happy, you know, because there's various emotions. I'm not going to tie it into this of, uh, you know, oh, well, if I'm, you know, the the church that I go to doesn't have comfy chairs. That makes me unhappy because I don't like to go. And, whoa, 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 you know, all this kind of stuff. And Mm -hmm. it's just anything about that. Yeah, that's the doubt. We've already gone through a couple little uh, rabbit trails of. Joel Steen preaching. Yeah, of taking. This is just. This is not. God does does not want you to be happy all the time. He wa- He mm-hmm. cares more about your uh, your holiness, your submission to Him. Yeah. Um. Because and it like you're saying, you know, <laughs> He's making us into the person that we're gonna be a thousand years from now. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and what's funny, I was just thinking this. A thousand years from now is so small in comparison to, like, yeah, a hundred yeah. years on Earth is like, oh, this is really str- I'm struggling for a year. You know, like. That that seems like an eternity and you, oh well look in the grand scheme for life. Oh a hundred years, it's okay, a hundredth of my year. And then <laughs> look to it that it's so minuscule and mm-hmm. feelings are so fleeting anyways. That's why you just we, it's so imperative to really just turn from all this evilness that's lurking below the surface of the stuff that may come off as so Yeah um happy and all this kind of stuff. I'd like Sorry, to add that,
1: Thanks for listening to me rant. Very good. Yeah, that was awesome. And if I can just kind of like put a, I don't know, a punctuation mark on that on that by just out of First Peter, we, we've mentioned many times that Christians are not promised you know easy happiness, and even if you're in a bad situation, you might uh, misinterpret it and understanding like the difficulties that you face. And um, First Peter, it's I love it. I just read this a few weeks ago, and it just came to mind. It says. In First Peter 1, verse 6 through, I guess, 11 or so, it's just, it says, In all this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith, of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him and even though you do not see him now you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy for you are receiving the end of result of your faith the salvation of your soul and so it's it's a designed by god divinely to bring you to greater faith and trust in the lord many times when when a christian faces trials and difficulties because it causes them to turn their face towards him and believe his word and trust in him and a way that they wouldn't have if they wouldn't have been in that situation. And, and that's the, the beauty of God knowing every bit of us, because he knows exactly what it's going to take to cause us to look to him and towards him. And so many Christians would wrongly face difficulty, and like John was saying, fate, blame the devil— uh, I don't have enough faith. Well, maybe <laughs> there's a little bit of truth to that. Maybe your faith is there. It just needs to be refined, which means all the bad parts about it need to be basically melted out through the heat of mm-hmm. trial, and then the purity of it will, will be what the result is, that you truly know Jesus in a way that you would have never known him otherwise.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Does that make mm-hmm. sense to y'all? Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah. <It's> good stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the vibration in this room is really sweet. I'm telling you right now, yeah, like, yeah. high
2: vibrations Can you hear my tone? I have vocal? that song stuck in my head this whole time, and I. Me too.
1: Oh, the Beach Boys, oh, but- the Beach Boys song.
2: I'm the talking good about vibe.
1: good vibrations <laughs> no, the, other
2: one, the good vibrations.
1: Mm-mm, the I don't, dance one. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm the old guy, so I'm thinking of the Beach Boys. I was thinking of the Beach You're Boys old. too.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, since you you brought it up, uh, John. I, I gotta I gotta I gotta go into this All right. that I found some Kabbalah's teachings <laughs> about vibrations and it's very interesting too uh, this comes from uh, the author of the Zohar which is the major book of Kabbalah I'm not even gonna try to pronounce this guy's name some <laughs> rabbi uh, and he said the literal understanding of the Ten Commandments is a fraud so. Here you go. Uh-huh. We're going to hear some truth. Attack, from,
1: attacking God's law, truth his the, morality, Zohar, yeah.
0: his holiness. Okay. So it says, uh, the Zohar explains that this the very sound vibration for the Hebrew word galaxy is what brings structure and existence to a galaxy. The words for star and planet and dimension and atom are not just literary phenomenon to describe something rather they are the very forces that bring these entities into existence more exciting to the students of kabbalah is the zohar's explanation of how to tap into these ancient sounds to bring structure to our lives enter the 72 names of god the zohar (laughs) the torah reading and the 42 letter name of god all these ancient kabbalistic tools are based on the letters that are formed from these quote sounds of creation the ancient Kabbalists, Kabbalists gave us these sound patterns and sequences of vibrations that can transform our lives on every level. These patterns are the words of the Zohar, the words of the Torah, and the sequences of the names of God. When we interact with these universal technologies, we invite their power into our lives to transform us. Transform us, hearing their sounds, or meditating upon their unique shapes established the connection to the root level of our soul in all existence it is as simple as that and not any more complicated than that only the ego the force called satan will try to complicate it and made it make us doubt so i'm just gonna go ahead and (laughs) take that so again we we have if anyone is not familiar with the, the stuff the the cabalist the zohar that is the stuff that is taught in modern day judaism um it is what uh talmud. orthodox jews teach it goes in the, that is the spiritual aspect of the talmud you know the talmud is basically the book and then the living out of this is gross simplification but the the spiritual magic that comes i think it's when uh men become like age 42 or something because it's too dangerous to learn between before that. Right, right. um, but there is also something that sounds that when I started reading that about the the name of God and by, you know, that's, that's one reason why you'll see if they use the hyphen G hyphen D because they don't even want to write it out because it's mm. the word, the letters have so much power and all this crazy stuff. This also... Uh, we've talked about this, uh, but see if you can see any similarities between these two supposedly very different religions. In the Hindu tradition, mm-hmm. the Om or Aum is considered to be the original primordial vibration from which all creation began. It is equated mm-hmm. with the universe beyond form and symbolizes the beginning and end of creation. Beginning and end. Mm-hmm. All other mantras are derived from this master mantra. It is a mantra, a sound, a symbol for all states of consciousness. It is known as the most sacred syllable symbol not just in Hinduism but in many other eastern traditions. It as it represents the the all-encompassing cosmic vibration of the inter- of the universe. Chanting om connects us with the stream of infinite vibrations and sounds it is the essence of the entire range of the sound phenomena. It is capable of aligning all of the chakras and cleansing <laughs> unbalanced energies and purifying the body. The Buddhist scriptures say that it is that its power alone can bring enlightenment. And so here is some interesting breakdowns. So maybe to kind of just I always love crapping on uh, yoga, but do it meditation all this other kind of stuff yeah just that this is just the letters of the sound have meaning <laughs> so when people are doing this when you're om om we're told we talked about this before you're told when you're doing a, a yoga session or a meditation or any kind of thing where you just say just say om it doesn't mean anything it's just this useless em- repetitive emptying, right? empty word that yeah. gets you to focus on just sounds and Relaxing. makes you exactly it's just relaxing you're just doing a south little i'm not gonna do the sound um so (laughs) here we go it's they spell it a-u-m the hindus believe om represents attributes of the major trinity of hindu gods Mm -hmm. a represents the brahma the creator u represents Vishnu, the preserver m represents shiva the transformer transformer Uh, Autobots yeah another (laughs) esoteric understanding trance trance
1: they're gay (laughs) the frogs are gay (laughs) Uh, the shivas are gay i said Uh, (laughs) ma'am
0: another esoteric understanding a represents the physical plane u represents the mental and astral planes m represents all that is beyond the reach of the intellect in tibetan buddhism Om um represents different aspects of Buddha. A represents the body. U represents the speech. M represents the mind of Buddha. And it says the vibration also represents four states of consciousness. A represents the waking state. U represents the dream dream state. M represents the deep the deep sleep state, or unconscious state. and the closing sound of the si- syllable, followed by silence. Is the symbol of the transcendental state man Mm. so this is like where this is like tied in anchored you cannot divorce this from vibrations Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this is where it comes from like the bowels of satan you know Mm -hmm. like god there is no secret name of god that if you whisper it like that is Mm -hmm. gnostic that you're your past this is what they teach in like yeah. Orthodox. Try not to go on too much There's, of a rant. That they pass so along. Sorry, no, I'll I just say that the, God, He had a name, His name was Jesus. He came, He yeah. talked to us. Yeah. We are able to come, we were able to pray to Him directly. You don't have to pray to an intercessor. Yeah. We are able to come before Him, He is our Father. We, you know, kids know the name of their fathers, right? That's right. It's not scary. I mean, it's not, um. It's not hidden. It's not there's nothing deeper. There's no there is power in the name of God, but not in the way that they are talking about it. Yeah. The mm-hmm. only power in the name of God. Okay. I oh. think no,
1: you can't you can't say the only thing you can't say is God daddy. Yes, don't say that. <laughs> can't say that.
3: So I feel like no, uh, just because One quick thing. Um, I just want to say it always reminds me because I was a new ager. So you very much do a lot of vain repetitions. And in uh, Jesus in Matthew six seven when when uh, Jesus teaches us how to pray, he says, "Don't do vain repetitions, repetitions yeah. like the heathens do, uh, you know, or the pagans." Um, and that's exactly what saying om is, and chanting it like that. Um, you know, it, it, it's 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 vain repetitions. None of it glorifies God. Obviously, if it comes out of a pagan's mouth. But if it comes out of a Christian's mouth. If you're doing our fathers and Hail Marys over and over and over again, we shouldn't yes. never do Hail Marys. Okay. But even if you're just doing the Lord's Prayer, you're just doing it over and over. And I say the Lord's Prayer, uh, you know, uh, many, many times a week. But if you're doing it over and over and over and over and over again, and there's no, you know, you're just going through the vain motions and it's a vain repetition. Okay. Then that's not how we're supposed to to pray you know we're supposed to be you know be in prayer constantly and asking things of the father you know for all kinds of thanksgiving and supplication right uh you know and so you know I didn't, and it doesn't have to be necessarily formal you know i'm always talking with you know you know with god or praying you know in my head you know throughout the whole entire day i think most people uh, who are born again have the holy spirit in them um you know that they, they, they communicate with god frequently throughout the day or hopefully i'm not the only one that does that um mm-hmm. uh you know um uh, but you know i do formally you know humble myself and pray obviously more thought out prayers right um but you know i it, it's different than vain repetitions What we're called not to do you know yeah
2: mm-hmm.
1: when i when i uh, i have dyslexia so whenever i tried to do the meditation om oh, it came out as moo so <laughs> They kicked me out of the yoga class. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you that one. (laughs) Dad joke.
2: Dad joke. Thank you.
1: God daddy joke. I hate that. I know. Anything else you want to add there, brother?
3: uh, No, that's it. Jessica, I'm sorry for interrupting you. I just wanted to say that. I apologize.
1: (laughs) Jessica, you got anything you want to add? Nope. Wow. Man. We're not done, are we? No. <laughs> I mean, it's... There's more that could be said for sure yeah. about this. Yeah. I would say, too, that um, Christians just, they, we need to be on guard. We need to pray and ask God for discernment. Like, literally ask for discernment and um, ask the Holy Spirit to give you that. And you, if you continuously ask for that, um, you know, eventually you'll begin to see it and recognize it and you'll exercise that gift of discernment which is essential for walking in truth because it helps you to discern right from wrong so that you can Mm -hmm. you can understand uh what is happening and many christians are so distracted today and we have so many subplots going on at one at any given time that we can easily fall for deception and well-meaning, like I, I don't want anyone, you know. Obviously, we're just crapping all over this because it is new age. It is, it is something that is less than God. Um, but I think that it's important for us to to have that heart about it, discernment, and just. It, I don't. I can't describe it. For me, it's like a small check inside. Mm-hmm. Like something's not right. It's just um, almost like abrasive to my spirit. It's probably very low vibration, and <laughs> so. <laughs>
3: Got to correct that. Always positive thoughts, brother. Um, Never negative. You're right. You're right.
1: Um, I did want to say too, though, it, when you were we were when Rosie when you were talking about the the Hindu and all of that stuff, the beginning and end of creation and all that stuff. I wonder if the Big Bang, which is obviously satanic and evil <laughs> and wrong, if the Big Bang because it's a it's a bang, a noise going out, and you keep hearing about like it's ever expanding. I wonder if that's, like, a way for them to kind of tie something in for that eventually, but scientifically.
0: I think they've
3: already tried.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: did they? I I think I've seen quite a few articles that try to say...
3: What Rosie had earlier, where you have New Agers speaking what I call Christianese. Yeah. Like Barbara Marx Hubbard does it all the time. I've Mm -hmm. read her works many times on my channel. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, many of the theosophists do that, whether it's Elizabeth Quare Prophet or even in modern times, Michael Flint, right? You know, so they're always sprinkling in Christianese and Bible verses that are not exegetic. Exegetic properly, there is more eisegesis, they're putting whatever their interpretation yeah. they want instead of the interpretation that comes directly from the text and inspiration from the Holy Spirit. Um, but you see that quite quite often that they'll, you know, I'm a Christian, and so they'll, they'll you know, they'll put, they'll say all this stuff. And you know, most sadly, tragically, a lot of Christians, um, who especially, you know, carnal Christians, um, aren't in the world, in, in the word, right, as they should be, right? So, right. They could be deceived by Christianese thinking that the person is a Christian, but they're obviously not. They're a new ager, uh, you know, and so we have to be on guard about that and we have to speak out against that. Um, you know, because it happens quite frequently. Um, and, and I mean, that's part of the you externalization know, of the hierarchy, uh, which mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, gonna, make a present PowerPoint presentation. Uh, Billy Ray Valentine is having a conference, uh, free world NYC on September 9th. I'll be speaking at the conference. Um, it's gonna be, on, it's on, hosted on Eventbrite. Um, where you can buy tickets for it though. Um, but uh, that's what my presentation is going to be, is the externalization of the hierarchy um, and uh, the phone, the, you know, the false great awakening. Uh, you know, so I'm pre- pre- preaching the gospel to probably many New Agers there. <laughs> Let's be real here. Awesome, uh, man. Uh, but, it, but it's important you know, because you know, I used to be a former New Ager. Jessica used to allow former New Age thought to, to come in, into your worldview too as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And and many well-meaning Christians, they just don't know because they don't read their Bibles. Mm -hmm. So they just allow it in, you know, and then it just takes a little bit, you know, and then it just it snowballs on from there. Um, But I mean, did you come across any of this stuff, Jessica, or anything? Or did you practice any of this stuff without without knowing like what was the turning moment? And I know you talked about your testimony, but as far as. Mm -hmm. What was your turning moment as far as, you know, realizing that something was up?
2: It was like, um, well, so I was all, it was, I hold it loosely, but I was definitely delving in like much more than I should have because I'm a big researcher and I'm very skeptical. (laughs) And I was, um, I, I was infatuated by the fact that it did have all the Christianese, like Mm. that, that's what drew me in. Because they like, oh, these people know what I know, so hmm. they must know something more. Did you like,
3: fall into the Great Awakening deception? Some?
2: Oh, absolutely not. No.
3: Interesting. Um, okay. I didn't know that, if there was. It, it, I didn't know if there was any because it goes hand in hand usually.
2: It was. I first heard about the Great Awakening when I had already, like, packed that up and like got rid of all of my New Age hmm. stuff.
3: But you were in trutherism, though, right?
2: I was dabbling in that, yes.
3: Okay, because there is an aspect of even um, trutherism in and of itself being part of the Great Awakening deception. Yeah,
2: exactly, and that's where I saw it, it go ahead. hand in hand. Like, um, and I had like my worst demonic um <laughs> experience when I dived into the research of a Great a- Awakening, and God was just like, immediately that night, like, Nope. Like it was just complete attack. Interesting. Um but I had like, you know, I I I think when I started like questioning things, is like I started leaving my rocks out for the moon to charge. And <laughs> I'm like, I'm what sorry. am I doing? Like, <laughs> like what is this? and I was doing no oh, I'll say, I'll say my first, like, intro to it was yoga. Like, that's yeah. what got yeah. me going. Like I,
3: People don't uh, realize it's a spiritual demonic practice in of itself. It's yeah. not just stretching.
2: I'm like, oh, it's just stretching. And and then that's that's what pulled me in. And then you don't even realize where you're at, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's, you're right. <laughs> <Fox. okay, man. laughs>
0: hey, you got to leave them out. I didn't. I didn't know rocks needed to be recharged, but <laughs> maybe do. that's, maybe that's why some of them get softer over time. Cause they're, well, I'm mean, interesting when I,
3: you know, when I was, um, kind of, you know, when God was calling me and showing me grace and I was in this transition period, you know, up until I became born again and repented of all my previous new age, you know, Pat, you know, past and, 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 you know, and humbled myself to the Lord, and, you know, confess my belief, um, you know, with, you know, why I was praying to God, you know, it wasn't, it was in my mind, but, um, I um I bought a crystal quartz cross thinking it would protect me hmm. from that edge. And uh, <laughs> a few months before, when I was still, you know, you know, I had various people preaching the gospel to me, and I was reading the Bible, you know, it snapped in half on its own. Nice. On its own, just snapped in half. Um, <laughs> and I still think that was God. Just like the time I tried to astral project. And as soon as I got out of my body, something forced me back deep down into my body. I heard a yeah. no. And I <laughs> never did it because I was scared to death. Nice. Okay. Nice. So I think that's God's fault too. And I do believe that God let me be a new ager so mm-hmm. that I could, because ultimately, He knows whom is going to become born again, right? You know? And so, you know, I do believe that it was so I could be a apologist to the new age community and bring them to the ultimate objective truth, which is our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, I mean, just to, I, I know I've said this before in the podcast, but, uh, I didn't specifically go out looking for it, but I did have a close friend of mine who, uh, did a, I don't even know. It's some weird, like gay Indian ceremony thing where she, like saw my future or talked to some entity and I, I would be lying if I didn't say you need to tell me what, what you saw. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, I indulged, I've, you know, had some parts where I've, uh, you know, everyone, everyone wants to hear the future. I think that's a, uh, these, you know, I, I don't want anyone to turn or kind of summed it up, but that if you were, you know, if you're listening to this and you stumbled upon it and You don't, you know, we're obviously mocking it and calling it evil, which it is, and it deserves to be mocked, and it deserves to be called out as evil, satanic BS garbage that will harm your life and not do anything good for you, ultimately. Um, That, you know, I think that there's a, a level of humor that has to come with this, because it is it's not just love and light you know like they always love to say love and light love and light everything's just love and light and just live in that and mm-hmm. you know all these good vibes and everything it's going to send you to hell like if you yeah, are in this and it you know th- there's the, ultimately you know we talked about all the i think we did a pretty good job of going into all the intricacies about it and uh mm-hmm. the roots of where it came from and what it means and the, what it doesn't mean how god responds to and what he isn't saying what he is saying um but yeah i mean i think all of us have different paths obviously to come to where it is and uh ultimately you know if you're hearing this don't do it give it up yeah there's one there's one light there's one light that's jesus christ
3: with thank God there is no darkness, there is only light, It's Masonic to believe in a dark delight or a black and white duality checkerboard. That's right. That's um, right. So
2: um, yeah. not That is true.
3: <laughs> um <laughs> and and I and I guess in closing, you know, I'm as a former new ager, yes, I might mock my former beliefs. But they were my former beliefs. Mm-hmm. And I do it out of love and I do it to wake people up. Okay. And yes, I've heard a lot of people say, well, you're just being harsh, John. And I'm like, well, I used to believe this stuff. You know, I used to be where you were. And out of love, you know, I am, you know, mocking it or calling it wrong. Uh, or, you know, pointing out biblically why it is wrong, you know, and, and why you should not do it. And, and But ultimately it is out of love because I was there, uh, you know, and sometimes obviously I, I don't mock it, you know, all the time or I don't, um, you know, uh, you know. Come, you come very harshly, you know, trying to discuss why people shouldn't do it. Um, but there is a sin of being nice sometimes as well, too, right? Like, you know, the Holy Spirit kind of convicts us and guides us. Okay, should we be harsh with this person with tough love, or should we kind of be more gentle with giving them the gospel and say, mm-hmm. "Hey, you know, what you're doing is wrong and is going to. There's only one narrow path, and the path you're on sending you straight to hell. Uh, you know, and yeah. and it's ultimately the only sin. Um, that that sends you to hell is is unbelief. Uh, it's not having faith in, in God and, in Jesus, um, and 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 ultimately that's what damns every single person uh, to hell. Um, is is their unbelief? Is 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 their lack of faith, uh, which leads to rebellion against God. And ultimately, you know, you can ultimately say it stems from pride, right? And I used to be an extremely prideful. I mean, pride ultimately is damned more people to hell as far as sins is concerned than all other sins imaginable because they will humble themselves mm-hmm. to God and say, you are God. You know, I believe in Jesus. I believe in your son and his sacrifice on the cross. And I accept that free gift of salvation, you know, of salvation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, 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 I repent of my pre- pre- you know, pre- previous ways. I'm no, no longer rebellion towards you. And I, and I, you know, and I love you. Um, And, you know, and so it it takes that humbleness. You know, God, there's one offering that God does accept, you know, before hopefully someone becomes born again. And it it can lead to your salvation, but it does give you salvation, which is a broken and contrite heart. Mm -hmm. And that's what I had finally when he had broken me. And I came to him and I'm like, I am sorry for being a rebellion. I, you know, my people have tried preaching the gospel to me. I went to church when I was a kid. I knew better. I was never saved. Please save me now. You are the only way you are. You know, Jesus, you are the only savior. You are the only Messiah. Um, and, and, you know, I, you know, and I, and I want you to be in my life and, you know, and I love you and I revere you, you know, and, and it takes that. Um, it takes that act of faith. It takes that humble heart. Um, before God, for one to become born again, truly, Amen. Um, and it's not an easy thing because we're all prideful creatures. Yeah, all of us. Yep, are prideful creatures. Amen.
1: Well said, man. Amen. Well said. Well, John, thanks for. You know, gracing us with your presence once more on the podcast as always you have an open door invite can you just uh, let people know exactly where they can find you
3: yes of course um, and I'm glad to be on here first time with Jessica hopefully we can do another show again um, yes. I greatly appreciated you filling in um, uh, you know, uh, for, for, uh, Rosie. Um, and you know, hopefully if he does return, it will be all three of y'all going forward. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can find me, we've read the documents on Odyssey. Uh, we've read the documents on, uh, on, um, Substack where I'm posting blogs and videos. Um, and, uh, we, we've underscore red on Twitter. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, um, and it's great to be back here on all at war again. Um, I love you, love all of y'all very much. I love all of y'all, what y'all are doing for the body of Christ and ultimately for God the Father, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. All glory be to Him. And um, take care, everybody out there. Uh, we love you. And if you're in the new age, we love you as well. God loves you, but you have to come out of it. and You have to humble yourself and you have to believe and have faith and trust in God and Jesus Christ ultimately as the only way. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life and the only way, the truth, and the life. Um, and and, and, and uh, he is the only way to the Father and he is the only way to eternal life.
0: Amen. <laughs> thanks, Amen. John.
2: <laughs>
1: Amen, brother. Well, thanks, John. We will... Catch everybody next time on uh, War. I'm Turner. I'll see you. See you.
2: See you.
3: Thanks for listening to the All Out War Podcast today. If you had a blast, then we'd love to have you back for another episode. So please subscribe and leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. You can also follow us on Instagram at All Out War Podcast or on Twitter at AOWCast. These episodes are also available on YouTube unless they contain a little too much truth. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time.